Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Wow. I Thanks, Justin. That's eight seconds. We'll never get back. Eight seconds. Never get those eight seconds mm-hmm. back. Not ever. So our apologies to the audience for yeah. being a little bit late here today. Going to be eight second shorter show today. Wow. You have Justin to thank for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't come to us. You go directly to Justin. Yeah, what's your, on the board today. what's your Twitter handle, Justin? I want people to tell you all about this today. What was it again? I don't have Twitter anymore. I just deleted it. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, sir. No, I will not allow you to get away with this. <laughs> uh, all right. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Hope you had a great uh, Father's Day weekend. Uh, hope, Bill, you know, you yes. had a great Father's Day weekend. Yes. Bill from years ago, who was pissed off that we were talking about mothers on Mother's Day. And we told him, you know, why don't you wait until, I don't know, Father's Day? Then we'll talk about fathers. And uh, I so, don't think that was good enough for him. So, I'm not sure if Bill stuck around after that. So restrictive. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, all right. There was the uh, Western Conservative Conference over the weekend <coughs> where. Uh, they got together, and, and it's kind of like CPAC, I guess. Only different. <laughs> it happens at a different time and a different place. But uh, conservatives gather, and they do the straw poll just like CPAC does. Mm. And uh, obviously could vote more than once for people because uh, Ron DeSantis won the poll with 74.12%. Followed by Donald Trump. At 71.43%. Okay. Then we had uh, Ted Cruz at 42.86. So almost 30 points behind uh, the leaders there. Um, Mike Pompeo, number four. Tim Scott, number five. Christy Nome uh, and Tom Cotton were tied for sixth. And then there was Rand Paul, Donald Trump Jr., Wow, he's really slipped uh, since the first couple of polls I've seen. And uh, Dan Crenshaw was in there. Um, Former vice president and current bane of Trump, Mike Pence, came in uh, down the list at 10th place. Pence, I think, was second or third at one point, wasn't he? Now he's 10th. He was met with some booing and shouts of traitor at another conservative conference. (laughs) Okay. So Greg Abbott didn't even show up on this list? No. Hmm. Not in the top ten anyway. So I, I don't know. I don't I don't know that Greg Abbott has made any noise about running, actually. Well, not now. Not lately, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. He hasn't personally, but I just mean the drum beats as they were have really cooled since no, COVID. Nobody's beaten that drum for him. Yeah, but right I mean now. like yeah, that's what I mean. In the last year and a half, you're right. Yeah. But uh, so interesting we'll polling there. Interesting, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, we got the uh, Pat Gray bingo sheet, the uh, brand new uh, bingo card t- this week. Uh, starting out in the upper left-hand corner. Uh, the, <laughs> I don't know if we have this. The proof of the pudding is yeah, in do. the eating. Uh-huh. Yes, we do. Proof of the pudding is in the eating. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. Am I right? Uh, then there's Keith. Mm. That's who's Keith. I mean, I, I I know. I don't know. I know that uh, it's uh, that's crazy, Jay. That's yeah, Kevin. Kevin, right from, from the Tonight yeah. Show. So why does it say Keith? I don't know. That's weird. really weird. weird. <laughs> uh, by all that is holy, 
And then uh, I keep forgetting I'm president. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting I'm president. <laughs> you got giblets. Uh, Jeffy, you know him, you love him. Explicatives. <laughs> Who said that while I was gone? Um, oh, uh, Biden. No, it wasn't Biden. Uh, somebody uh, on The View, it, right? Or something? Ah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Sorry. Shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, it might Oh, have reporter been. who got triggered by the flags, I'm told. Okay. All right. Then we got, he's a damn sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it going to be this week? Uh, no idea yet, uh, but it'll come to us. Uh, it's just that easy. Mm-hmm. Keith saying... Of sorts. Which is his new thing. Yeah, it's a British thing. Uh, I'm not saying anything, quite frankly. Uh, uh, Justin, that's you? I mean, I'm not saying anything, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another isolated incident. <laughs> yeah. Truth over facts. That's another Biden thing, I believe. Uh, I don't know if we have that one, though, but we'll, we'll find it before the end of the week. Uh, Jeffy, darn the luck. Darn the luck. Vaccine hesitant. <laughs> Are you working for Potter now? Uh, I feel your pain. Wait, we don't get a you see? <laughs> well, we're just going to get the are you working for Potter? You're just going to leave us that's hanging? That's all it says. Well, the, but I want the rest of it, man. For the people. I'm speaking for the people. Are you, are you working for Potter now? You see? Thank you. Now I'm now You're good, I'm You're good now. Satisfied. All Thank right. you. Mm-hmm. I feel your pain. I'll feel your pain. There you go. Probably be more like that. <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> Keith mentions... Oh, OPKs, other people's kids. Okay. Yeah, drive you nuts in public. Uh, then uh, Hollywood. Usually it's in, in the form of uh, taking the night off from raping each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Joe struggles with letters. That's uh, a free square. Yeah. <laughs> Euro douche. Oh, oh, we've got a Euro douche today, as a matter of fact. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, Jeffy, don't bog me down with facts. There is no R in China. <laughs> and, uh, oh, this, this chick. chick. Let's use our uh, brain you got, cells. You got a pot. The there we go. Oh, there Thanks. Let's use our brain cells before posting on the internet. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks. So let's use brain cells there before we, we post things on the internet. Thanks. <laughs> Take that advice to heart, sweetie. So ironic, isn't it? So <laughs> ironic. When you don't even have to say anything. You just know. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she she didn't think about that before she said it. That's going to be a fun week. Mm, yeah. Uh, so that, so when you, when you, you know, fill up a, uh, a line, either across, down, or diagonally, and you call us, you're the first one through at triple eight. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Then we give you thirty-five dollars towards getting some uh, great merchandise Ooh. at patheadshop.com. You got it. Patheadshop.com. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Simple. It's as that. just that easy. You don't even need the squiggly line. Nope, you don't. So uh, apparently, straight pride. You know, there's so much uh, gay pride this month. Every day we're being beaten over the head with gay pride. Um, but if you are to say anything or uh, proclaim your pride or you, that you're proud of being straight, well, that's hate. That That's hatred, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, the left has gone nuts in Ireland over a poster. 
Irish city of Waterford has been covered with posters celebrating straight pride. And that's been labeled homophobic by the media and leftists. What? Why? Okay, why isn't it heterophobic to have gay pride? That it, it just, the, the world can't make any sense anymore. It just doesn't. And apparently it's not capable of making any sense. Around 70 of the straight pride posters were put up around the city on the southeast coast of Ireland. Featuring a picture of a married couple, the posters declare <laughs> that straight pride is natural, has worked for thousands of years, and you can make babies <laughs> by being part of a straight couple. And they were printed on uh, A4, si- A4 size paper around the size of the U.S. Uh, standard letter paper. And not surprisingly, of course, leftists and media commentators went nuts uh, talking about it didn't express any hate in any way at all. But of course, it was homophobic. Michelle Byrne, union activist who posted an image of the posters on Twitter, said that it showed that far right ideas have been growing throughout the pandemic as they prey on people's fears, (laughs) looking for groups to scapegoat, blame or hate. And that Waterford needs to come together and rise above the hate. <laughs> what hate? What hate? Rise above it, Pat. I can't take it. I just It's just too much. Oh, you better pace yourself because... Uh... I know there's, there's a lot. <laughs> I know. Every day there's lots more oh, to wade through. Oh, good times. Debbie O'Rourke of the Pride of the Deese group argued to uh, that straight pride is not a thing. Whoa. Hmm. That sounds straight non- pride is not a thing. Non-inclusive, right? <laughs> sure there, does, Debbie. What do you mean straight pride is not a thing? Why? If you can be proud of your sexuality, why can't I be proud of mine? Why? I mean, I don't really feel proud about it. <laughs> I was gonna it's say. just. <laughs> it, it just is. is. <laughs> it is what it is. Would you say? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it just is what it is, dude. Just as what it is, if you, the show there should be more magazine-y. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, 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 why can't you be proud? If gays can be proud, why can't heteros be proud? It just doesn't, the world doesn't make any sense anymore. So Debbie O'Rourke says straight pride is not a thing. Who are you to decide? Hmm. And was just being used to target the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Yeah, what happened to It's My Truth? I don't know. Hmm? I don't know. I guess that doesn't work for heteros. Live your truth. Yeah, you can't. It's similar to the messaging we saw and was used against us in the marriage equality campaign that focuses on family and on babies. (laughs) What? (laughs) There's just a preoccupation with the the sex that queer people have. It always comes up. Wait a minute. (laughs) No. (laughs) You're the ones who are preoccupied with it. Have you been to one of your parades? Listen to this. We don't have the same fascination with straight people's sex lives. What? Uh, I don't understand. I really don't. Uh, When you're doing parades over your sexuality, it seems like you're pretty preoccupied with your sex and your sexual orientation. Does that not... uh, You've got a parade in every major city in this country, and then you're going to tell us we're the ones who are preoccupied? (laughs) Come on now. O'Rourke added that it was scary that some straight people could be proud of their sexuality 
We have to be wary, but it's not about letting that fear win. That's really important. For young people, they have much more fear than adults around coming out and things like that. She confirmed that most of the posters were quickly removed by those who opposed the message and that they've been reported to the police. Okay. <laughs> Help us. All right. Isn't this fun, though? Yeah, it's fun because if heteros tore down all of the gay pride posters... Oh, gosh. ...and then reported them to the police... Uh, what do you think would happen? You'd be the hater once again. You're the jail hater too. Yeah, and you'd go to jail, and your for... face would be all over the place. Yep. In fact, I don't know. Did you see the uh, the auto accident there at the parade in Florida? Uh yes, hmm. which was reported as a uh, oh, by yeah. the mayor <laughs> as a terrorist uh, attack. Sure, a terrorist attack. Yep. Hmm. I mean, it was very tragic that an individual involved in the very parade tragic. was killed. But it was an accident. Mm -hmm. The guy who was driving the truck... Was a white supremacist straight guy, correct? Uh, no. No, what? no. He was part of the gay chorus in town. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, he part of the gay chorus. and uh, So he was obviously paid off by a white supremacist to mm, drive no. his car into the crowd. I, he freaked out somehow, right? I, I, his foot got stuck between the gas and the brake. And that's what caused the accident yeah. and the death. Jeez, oh, really sad. Right, and then and but, but the mayor immediately mm -hmm. they jumped all over the fact that it was a some sort of straight white supremacist mm -hmm. person trying to kill uh, gay people. Right. When even the even the gay chorister said no, and the, you know he was part of the gay chorus community as well. The driver. So a lot of media folks pulled their tweets down. On Saturday, after God. seeing the news break, that oh crap! You mean they weren't targeting gays or Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who was riding along with them? No, um, there are things called auto accidents. Yeah, yeah, they do happen, and we all wish they wouldn't, but uh, sometimes things like that do happen. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, the uh, we've talked about this a couple of times, but the uh, FBI, you remember this story from a few weeks ago? They seized all safety deposit boxes in a vault in Los Angeles. Remember that? Mm -hmm. $85 million was taken. $85 million. From Americans to the government. Yes. And it looks like it still hasn't been returned and may never be returned. Oh, Hundreds of people storing valuables in that safety deposit box may never see their cash or precious metals or heirlooms again unless a federal judge intervenes this week. Several are suing the government for seizing the contents of about 800 deposit boxes as part of a March raid of the storage provider, U.S. Private Vaults, which was indicted for conspiracy to sell drugs and launder money. Uh, so, a few of them were apparently under indictment. All the rest of them, though, were just confiscated. 800 boxes? And you're, you're fine just taking all of them? Huh. I wonder if maybe you should, I don't know, maybe be a little pickier than that. <laughs> and unless you suspect somebody of wrongdoing, maybe you don't take their stuff. The Institute for Justice is seeking class action status for a May lawsuit by several owners alleging shocking, unconscionable, 
and unconstitutional behavior by the government. It's a good way to put it. It doesn't go far enough, though. Uh, Institute for Justice attorney Robert Frommer accused the feds of an $85 million cash grab from people who are not accused of wrongdoing. Right, again, no charges have been filed against any of these people. None. The civil asset forfeiture notices do not identify any legal basis. Namely, the specific offense to justify each forfeiture. Yeah, because they don't have to. With civil asset forfeiture, they don't have to. So they don't. And a lot of times, nobody even gets charged. Ever. It's. I mean, it, it is the antithesis of America. It is. And the FBI actively attempting to retain all of these valuables is mm-hmm. evil. And after three months now, they've done nothing. They've made no effort to get innocent people's money and belongings back to them at all it's just theft that's just straight out theft Uh, while this case is similar to many of our other forfeiture actions it is also bigger because the government is trying to forfeit hundreds of safe deposit boxes all at one go according to uh, IJ attorney Rob Johnson it's also unusual for the government to keep fighting tooth and nail after innocent people contest the forfeitures, he wrote in an email. <laughs> the feds appear intent to make all these box holders prove their own innocence oh, to no. get their property back with yeah. no evidence of a crime. How awful is that? Hey, listen to That's this. That's not how it works. This one guy <laughs> got a $57,000 settlement, if I'm reading this correctly, from an auto accident. And he kept that cash in a private vault there. Because he didn't trust the banks. Jeez, mm. you didn't trust the banks. How about your Gosh. government? You trust them? I mean, I, you, mm. would, you would have thought, you would have thought, oh, look, here's a place that's off limits. Nope. Guess not. Welcome to New America. Really bad. The FBI appears to have exceeded the search warrant approved by the court, which prohibited snooping on the box contents except to identify their owners in order to notify them about claiming their property. Video screenshots submitted in a different lawsuit show agents going through a box, tearing open packages and envelopes, including coins, after clearing clearly viewing the elderly owner's name, contact information, driver's license, on the outside of the box had all the information for the person right on the outside of the box that is despicable gosh man here's a picture i'm looking at of a couple wow uh holding up a picture of their family heirlooms that were in this in this vault well i mean this is madness man i mean this is I don't even know of a similar instance in the Soviet Union. I, I I don't know that the Soviet Union did this kind of stuff to their people. Well, I mean, they the, may have. The plus side for living under a communist country is that you probably don't have enough valuables to warrant owning a, <laughs> a renting out a safety deposit. True, box. unless you're part of the ruling class. If you if you're in the Communist Party, uh, then you might have some valuables, but they're then they're not going to take them from you. So at least you got that going for you if you're a communist. If you're if you're a loyal communist, right. they're probably not going to break in and take all your stuff. So I don't know that there's any equivalent for any government any time in the last 
thousand years that would do something like this. I mean, these are the kind of stories. Not that he did. He didn't use this. But this is the kind of stories that if a Vladimir Putin is, is speaking about America in front of the world exactly. press, that he would say, well, in your own country, right? you have private uh, goods and you know taken from... I mean, just... From citizens. I can't believe yeah. this is a I know. thing. I know. Uh, all of these things were included in a declaration that said, items appear to be missing, and the owner's attorneys <sighs> told the Los Angeles Times last week the... FBI inventory left out $75,000 in coins. Oh, no. I mean, is oh. that is that a crappy agent just holding out and taking some for themselves? Who knows? Maybe. I mean, it's going to be really hard to figure out uh, who belongs to what once you've mixed all of this stuff together. And I'm sure they didn't, they didn't take any care. They were ripping things apart and tearing open envelopes and disregarding information so this is going to be tough to uh, figure out in the end uh the firm has added new clients in the amended complaint a couple storing two thousand dollars in cash and twenty thousand dollars in silver as a nest egg for retirement wow a nest egg for retirement of twenty two thousand dollars twenty two thousand bucks and it was taken from them and a telecommunications executive with 100000 in gold, 63000 in cash, intended as a rainy day fund. Gone. Taken. FBI has it now. Thank you. While the feds argue uh, that USPV, the vault people, intentionally sought to lure criminal activity by marketing the anonymity of its service, uh, IJ's suit Im- emphasizes the company's financial security and privacy benefits over banks. For example, owners were given the keys, the only keys, to their boxes. The FBI offered to return property to some original clients after they sued, but it has yet to return any of it. Unreal. I I, I don't care if the company's dirty. I don't care if uh, don't 99% either. of the clientele are dirty. There are... Innocent people. Innocent here. people here that are being ignored by their mm-hmm. government. Mm-hmm. You want to know why people get so angry at the government? It's stories like this. Yeah. This is. And then you sound like the kook because you're anti-government. Sure. Oh, really? But the government's fine, right? After they took eighty-five million dollars from Americans. Grotesque. Grotesque. I tell you, we we don't talk enough about this. And I, I mean, we got it. There has to be more light shed on civil asset forfeiture because it is probably the most un-American thing that's happening to us right now. That you you can't keep your own property. That the government can come and just take it. These people weren't even. These people weren't even traveling. Usually, you have to be traveling for them to do that. And that's. Equally, oh, it's unconstitutional. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, well, wait a minute, I can't travel with a lot of cash anymore so, if I want to. So that's illegal. So the moral of the story: you can't travel with cash, right. but you can't store it away either. <laughs> no. So either way, you're you pretty much have. screwed in America. Yeah, you can't have cash. Sorry, <laughs> they're gonna come and they're gonna take it from you. I mean, is this which which is the more egregious? Uh, Governmental crime, civil asset forfeiture, or 
shutting down our our First Amendment rights uh, on Twitter and Facebook. Can we have both, please? <sighs> yes, they're they're both uh, very bad and and completely un-American. And yet <clears throat> we're having to put up with it every single day, and we it's getting worse, not better. We're, we keep trying to talk about it, and it keeps getting worse. 888 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, 30% of Republicans, 30% of Republican voters say they believe former President uh, Donald Trump will likely be reinstated to office this year, according to a Hill-Harris X poll. Uh, that's not going to happen, kids. The results are comparable to other polling from Politico Morning Consult, released this month that showed nearly 3 in 10 Americans believe Trump will be reinstated. While a segment of the GOP has indicated support for the idea, the vast majority of voters across the political spectrum agree it's unlikely that Trump will return to office this year. It's not unlikely. It's impossible. So I hope, <laughs> I hope everybody listening knows that. Donald Trump is not returning to office. Not this year, not next year, not the year after. Now, in 2024, <laughs> okay. if he ran for office and received the most votes, why then he could be returned could to office. Could do it. Okay, yeah. I see. That's the constitutional way it can happen. There is no constitutional way Donald Trump can return to office this year or next or the one after that. Okay, but, but play this out, okay? <laughs> okay. If you're of the mindset that he's going to be restored to office mm -hmm. okay this year mm -hmm. let's let's war game that out if you will can how, does, I, how does it happen i was gonna say can i say that word okay mm -hmm. let's play this out in your head is the nation governable at that point no <laughs> I mean, come on man no it is not you really think that if he's back in office then 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 the the country especially the, the left is going to be like oh Oh, okay. Yeah, he's back in office. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Come on. Stop. I mean, the only way, the only way he could be returned to office is through a military coup. <laughs> do you is want that? that? What you want? Because I would like to point out that <clears throat> currently there is eh, domestic tranquility for the most part. I got mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. To quote Jeffy. In that America, the feds are doing what in L.A. with the safe deposit boxes? <laughs> yeah, they're just a uh, civil asset forfeiture. Uh -huh, right, right. And that's during mm -hmm. relatively calm times, mm -hmm. right? Just and, taking people's property. And we've got, what, 21 people shot in Chicago over the weekend? And uh, that was just through Saturday's numbers, Keith, I believe. Okay, so uh, now just imagine if there was effectively this, <laughs> this overturned election in the middle of this year. That's what... That'll make it better. It's really hard to believe that 30% of GOP or 30% of anybody could believe that he could likely be returned to office. This Through what mechanism? They can't be serious. How does that happen? That can't be. they got to just be playing with the pollster, right? I hope. At that point, you're just like, I hope yeah, so. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's likely. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's coming back. Well, how? Well, because they're going to release the Kraken. Yeah, release a Kraken is not a constitutional affair. Um, that's that's not a mechanism by which you return a president to office. So, 
Yeah, that can't happen. So again, it would it would take a military coup, and I don't I don't think we want that in the United States of America. Should we, we take a, a like a just a a straw poll of our own here in the studio? Does anybody want a military coup? Okay, we're at zero percent in this room in that one too. So yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody's speaking up for military yeah. coups. I know notice Rob didn't chime in. Maybe he's the maybe he's the one the guy. one holdout. Yeah. Yeah. You want to use brain cells before we post <laughs> things on the internet? Right. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just It's not likely, friends. It's, <laughs> well, okay, uh, it's that's impossible. A, that's a fair assessment. Yeah, it's impossible. I, I will say though, if history recent history has taught us anything, it can always get stranger. Well, that's true. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to totally rule out a military coup, I know. <laughs> maybe that's ah! a little, that's a little too much. Uh, but it's highly, highly, highly unlikely. Uh. It's only impossible if you completely discount there being a military coup. And uh, so, as you pointed out, hmm. I don't know. Pretty strange things are happening right now. So maybe we can't completely. Rule I would not. That out. I would not rule out anything happening on this planet (laughs) remember i mean think about this okay what's more honestly honest question do aliens reveal themselves in 21 or does donald trump get returned to office which is more likely aliens revealing themselves right for sure i mean that's where we're at yes okay yes okay (laughs) more packer unleashed coming up Got some tweets here. Uh, DMX DM. Your truth is concerning the uh, situation about... You can't uh, have the straight pride. Straight pride. But you can have gay pride. Right. But straight pride, I guess that's hate. Yes. For some reason, even mm-hmm. though there was no hate expressed at all. But that's hateful and insane and you're focused on the wrong thing. Uh, but uh, there's, you know, so Keith brought up, well, what about, what about my truth? What, isn't that my truth? Yeah. <laughs> DMX DM says, your truth is only your truth. If your truth is also their truth, if your truth is not their truth, your yeah. truth is hate. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, rowdy <laughs> introvert, was a copy of the Constitution found in the seized assets from the vaults? It sure sounds like it was torn to shreds. <laughs> While they were rummaging through the boxes. Sure do. Sure do. Tyler produces uh, tweets. Who would have thought the FBI would be responsible for the largest bank heist in American history? Yeah. $85 million, I believe, would be the largest bank heist in American history, right? Poof. And that would be the uh, CI, the FBI that's been is responsible for it now. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Um some news stories, not from Alex Jones, but kind of sounds like it could be. Although we've been talking about this for a really long time, about thermostats being controlled by the energy companies. And they are. I mean, it's not that's not conspiracy theory. That's just fact now. They're just, they can do it. And sometimes they do. And there's a story about, you know, some Texans waking up sweating profusely because uh, their smart thermostats were raised remotely. Mm. There's a couple of things that can happen there. 
first of all, first of all, the remote uh, or the the smart uh, thermostat can learn. So if you have taught it to raise in the middle of the night, which who's going to do that? No way. Then it would. Um, but also, even some, there are many times when we've never raised our thermostat to where it winds up in this certain part of the house. And in fact, we turn it down on a regular basis because it somehow creeps up to a temperature that's really not comfortable. Oh, no. Like 76 degrees. And it's in the kitchen and, and living room area. Can you tell it to not do that? Uh, we tried to oh, no. by turning it down repeatedly and by programming it not to do that. It still goes up to 76. Uh, so I've seen this happen. Mm. And not just during this particular time period. They, they can do this anytime they want. And I think they just do it sometimes. But uh, Texas resident Brandon English says his wife received an alert on her phone. The family said their thermostat had been ch- changed remotely, raising the temperature of their home during a three-hour energy-saving event. <laughs> Stop. Family smart thermostat was installed a few years ago as part of a new home security package. How neat, huh? Yeah, isn't that fun? That's a fun little add-on. That's great, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Many smart thermostats can be enrolled in a program called Smart Savers Texas. Yeah, I don't know if we're part of that or not. My my wife may have signed us up for that. I don't know. I don't oh. think so, but I think they just do this regardless. Better look into that. Yeah. It's operated by a company called Energy Hub. The agreement states that in exchange for an entry into sweepstakes. Oh, wait. Is this kind of like the vaccine sweepstakes? Uh, kind of. So if I hand over control to the comfort level of my house, I could win a prize. Then the electric customers allow them to control their thermostats during periods of high energy demand. Who'd agree to that? I would never agree to this that. This guy? Energy Hub's list of clients include TXU Energy, Centerpoint, and ERCOT. English said he unenrolled their thermostat as soon as he found out. Yeah. I wouldn't want anybody else controlling my things for me. A scroll through Houston Reddit boards shows English is, of course, not alone. Several others found uh, that they, too, during the, during the heat wave this week, had their thermostats uh, accessed and turned up remotely. Yeah, I I can guarantee you it happens. <clears throat> it, it happens. Mm-hmm. And and I guess there are people who think that's a conspiracy theory. It's not. No, it's definitely not. And that's it's just not. The, that's the fine print, right? That he yeah. fell in line with and that trapped him. Yes. But what have we talked about forever? You know, nudge, shove, right? And so if you're not going to sign up for the sweep t- stakes that we can control during 100 degree temperatures, then we'll just mandate it. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, that smart meter out in your driveway. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I mean, that 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 in conjunction with your smart meter or with your uh, smart thermostat. I mean, that's why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a borderline hoarder as it is. I got it. I understand. But there is that story right there is the specific reason why the old school thermostats that I took off of our walls are in a drawer right now because one day that story is going to hit a little too close to home and Mm -hmm. bloop bloop those are going back on the wall do you have the nest 
You have the smart thermostat? Not the Nest. No? I'm not Something doing else, Google. though. Yes. Well, and, and because it... I mean, do we want to go... Supposedly we, saves you money. Right. We, well, no, well, no. No, we went out of town for a week mm-hmm. once, and I'm sorry to throw you under the bus with this story again, Carrie, but I <laughs> asked on the way to the airport, you turned up the air, right, to make it warmer. Yes. When we got back, that home that no one had been in was ice cold. Mm. And I walked over to the thermostat, and there it was. No, I did. I got those because I'm cheap, and I want to also be able to remotely, myself, mm-hmm. adjust them, adjust the temperature, check on them, make sure we're not paying the retirement pensions for uh, all of the executives at the electric company. Mm-hmm. But the trade-off is, if it's connected somehow to the internet, ta-da! And then when they come out and do the smart meter, I mean, they've got the keys to your kingdom. And that's why you got to be prepared to go back to the Stone Age to avoid this stuff right here. Sometimes the Stone Age isn't that bad. And thermostats is one of those. Just set the thermostat and it stays where you put it. I like it. Just let me just set it and leave it alone. And it doesn't go up or down based on anything I've done before. I just want it right here, right now. And then if I want to change it because it gets too cold, then I'll move it up. And that's not a bad thing. But you leave the house and you're like, ah. And I'll forget. The dogs can deal with the Right. So, yes. No, I turn it so I make it warmer. No, I don't make it ridiculous. I don't make it oppressive. I've got five living creatures in there when no humans are there. Yeah. So I'm not going to crank it up ridiculously so, but I'm also mm-hmm. not going to make it ice cold like when I'm there. Sure. So I want that control. Yes. But uh, because you can access it through the internet, right. so can others. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's so convenient to be able to turn the air on when you're 10 minutes mm-hmm. from home. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, mm-hmm. looky there. Mm-hmm. You entered a sweepstakes. Did I? <laughs> no, you didn't read the fine print. That's where they get you. I'm telling yeah. you, man. Oh, yeah. It's, it's time to go and buy, go buy an old school thermostat. At least have it on standby. Because one day you're not going to be able to find definitely. it. Yep. I, I, I think definitely. Uh, I, to me, it's worth, it's worth, if I forget to turn it up when we're not going to be in there, it's worth the extra cost because I know that I did it. You right, know? right. Oh, totally. And, and that... No energy company is doing it behind my back. I'm a little worried about you in that one part of the house adjusting itself. Yeah, I am too. I want to look into that. I'm quite concerned. And that's why I'm thinking, yeah, we're going back to the old way. Or maybe you uh, are about to win a sweepstakes. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Mm. 888-933-93. By the way, uh, Congressman Ronnie Jackson and several other House Republicans are right now calling for President Joe Biden to undergo a cognitive assessment test (laughs) after his trip to Europe. In a letter uh, from June 17th, Jackson and his colleagues noted Biden agreed to such an assessment and detailed several examples of where Biden's mental decline and forgetfulness have become more apparent over the past 18 months. You better believe it. (laughs) Including, in March, forgetting the names of the Pentagon. Yeah. The Department of Defense and the Defense Secretary. Misidentifying time of day and Democrat members of Congress in February. In May, confusing the dates of riding an Amtrak train and the death of his mother. 
uh, botching the first line of the Declaration of Independence in March 2020. Well, he did that twice, actually. Um, so, I mean, there's so many other so many, instances I mean, that they I, haven't covered I, I, there. But I think there's only so much space uh, that they allow you to for the print there. Yeah. <laughs> but they've made their case. Mm-hmm. And do you think he's going to get a cognitive assessment? No way. No way is he going to do that. Because he knows. He's, I mean, people around him at least know. He may not. But those around him know full well he's had cognitive decline and I'm pretty sure they're going to see to it he won't get an assessment. Uh, 888-933-93. Also, according to uh, a new analysis by the Tax Policy Center, uh, you know, Biden during the, the entire campaign and all through the first part of his presidency here has said only the rich, only people making over $400,000 a year are going to face higher taxes. Don't worry about it. You won't get a penny more. You won't see a penny increase if you're under $400,000. Well, according to the Tax Policy Center, 60% of households will face a higher tax burden. 60%. You might recognize that as more than just people who make uh, over $400,000 a year. (laughs) Every single time. That's the case only every single time. For those looking to see if Biden kept his promise <coughs> to not raise taxes for those making 400000 or less, the answer is mostly but not entirely, according to the Tax Policy Center. Including corporate tax increases, most households would pay more in 2022. About three-quarters of middle-income households would face a tax increase, averaging about $300. But nearly all would be a result of those higher corporate taxes. Biden pledged during 2020 not to raise taxes on anybody less than 400000 but the analysis shows the majority would see at least some increased taxes from his proposal. That's because it's almost unavoidable. You can't just tax the rich and, and accomplish what he wants to accomplish. Roughly three-quarters of households earning between 75 and 100 would see their burden, burden rise, about four, four, $440. While 69% of those making a hundred to 200,000 would see an increase of $830 on average. <laughs> Jeez. The increased tax burden continues to rise the more a household makes, obviously, with 83.7% of households in the two to 500,000 bracket, seeing an increase of $2,040. The highest burden falls on those making above 500,000, 99.8% of them. Uh, from 500 to a million, we'll see an increase of $8,810. And those making over a million would see an average increase of just $265,939. That's not a problem, is it, for anybody? So if you make a million dollars, what do you pay now? You pay 40% of that. So uh, $400,000 is taken right from the top, right? Out of a million dollars... They're going to take 400000 well, of it. No, because it's progressive, right? You know what I mean? <coughs> like, I mean, you're going to pay 40% of down of the line. what you no, make. Right? No. Okay, because like, mm. if you make $100,000, then you're taxed at a lower rate than that one hundred to you know, 200000 is a higher rate and so on and so forth. But I'm not trying to muddy the waters here. You don't follow me? 
No, so, I, I think I do, but okay. I don't think that's right. Okay. For for instance, if I if you make one million dollars, which I would, I'm, Glenn, I think all of I'm us. I'm good with that. If you want to, if you make one million, do that for me. Okay. Uh, I believe all of it's taxed at forty three point nine percent. The numbers don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. There's not a graduating progressing scale. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Okay. Uh, I think you pay that forty percent. Okay. Although it comes out in the wash a little bit but, with your deductions but, uh, at the end of the year. But I so mean, you might get some of that back. Okay, but I don't want to mess up your analogy here. Mm-hmm. So continue on. <laughs> so you're saying uh, if, if, you're yes. left with, if you're left with 60% of your income. Okay, so if you make over a million dollars, they're increasing your taxes another $265,939, which means in addition to the $400,000 you pay, you would pay another two hundred and sixty-five thousand, which would then be four hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. No, it'd be. I mean, it would be six hundred sixty-five thousand dollars at that point if you are taxed on that full amount of forty percent. It's actually forty-three point nine, I think. But uh, <clears throat> that's unconscionable. If they're going to take, if they're going to take that much just because you make a million dollars. Uh, that's just unconscionable. It's it's immoral to take that much from people. There's no reason for it. How do you get how how do you justify that as as the U.S. government? Yeah, we're going to take as much as we want. We're going to take 60 percent of your income. And if we don't have enough from your paycheck, then we'll just go to your safe deposit box and <laughs> and we'll take everything there. Yeah, that's just a complete one hundred percent. fee for you there. Jeez. I mean, then you figure in your state taxes. And uh, (laughs) if you you have income tax in your state, that's another. For instance, in New York, that's another 12%. You know, the one thing that I've always found fascinating, and I'll have to fact check this, but uh, how has Washington State avoided a state income tax considering how the far left has such control over what happens in that state that's a good question i wonder how they've avoided having a state income tax there pretty sure they still have none because they're only there's only nine i think nine states without yeah let's see if i can they're one of them still yeah because there's texas florida tennessee new hampshire they get south dakota wyoming you can tell i've thought about this alaska washington Washington state Mm. and i'm missing one of nevada yeah so Wow. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Washington State. I don't know how you guys have avoided that. Congrats, though. Yeah, because you haven't avoided anything else. I mean, you've avoided the state income tax, uh, but not uh, <laughs> not communism. So <laughs> right. But the good thing about Texas is that uh, sure we have no state income tax, but boy, we do we it. have the property tax, baby. Sure do. <laughs> we wow. sure sure do. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Jimmy Dimples tweets. Trump coming back this year? I wish, but ain't happening. No, that's that's exactly right. Jesus coming back then? Oh, more likely. And I, I hope and pray. <laughs> it is more likely that Jesus comes back this year than Donald Trump in, into the presidency. So, so we should rank him, you know. 
Like, yeah. li- more likely that Jesus comes back, mm-hmm. and then maybe aliens under okay. that, and then Trump becomes yeah, Trump president. In under that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, turtle people coming to life. No, okay. And no. then Trump. No, 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 no. We can't no. be doing turtle people. You know some of the things I've said on this program about turtles? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We'd be that. in trouble. I'm good with the aliens. They're coming for us first. Yeah. Or the aliens come down and reinstate Trump. And the earth is flat. That's from EJ. Uh, whitey white man. <clears throat> That's why there isn't anything smart in my home. Well, you know what I mean. Wait, what are you saying there? <laughs> Everybody in his house is stupid. That, uh, wait. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeffy's cardio consultant. Oh, that's not a good gig right there. Uh, <laughs> I still use a good old mercury-based analog thermometer because I don't want my comfort comfort controlled by the internet. There smart. You go. <clears throat> That's your smart technology right there. No, I see what you did there. Not using the smart technology. Yeah. Good call. Yuki of the night. I don't want my thermostat to move unless I poke it with my own finger and only me because no one else is paying my bill. Yeah, I yep. I agree, but my wife doesn't. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> Eric five thir- Eric J five thirteen. Technology is now controlling climate change in your home. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. Uh, yeah. As we were reminded by Barack Obama years ago. We can't uh, <coughs> drive our SUVs oh, and you know, you know, eat as much uh, as we want and keep right. our homes on you know, 72 degrees at all times. And mm-hmm. uh, whether we're living in a desert or we're living in... The tundra, right, and and, and then just expect oh, right. that every other country is going to say, "Okay, I'm- okay, well, we're America, so they well, better." Yeah, actually, we can, <laughs> we can do that, and we do do that. I just said do do. You did say do do. I did say. Doo-doo. I caught that. That's a future. Yeah. Bingo I tried square. to space it out, but yeah. there's no, no getting around no. the fact. I said do do. Just do muck and fudge. There needs to be a square that says you just said do do. <laughs> Uh, can so, I just say that 72 is not good enough? No, I, I needed it at 71, I, 70. At night? 69, 68. I'm sorry, yeah. we put ours at 69 degrees. Right. If you don't like it, then tough, so, because I pay the bill. Thank you. I pay it every month, mm-hmm. religiously. Okay, well, you're not going to be in that sweepstakes then. No, I don't care. I don't want to be in your you, stupid you, sweepstakes. You could win, um, what ERCOT, could I win? an ERCOT koozie. Oh, wow. An, er- an ERCOT koozie? So I could keep my drinks nice and cool. And you're going to need that help when, when ERCOT jacks your temperature up to 80 degrees in your house. Jeez. And they're trying to do that. Uh, seriously, in my kitchen slash living room area, we'll, we'll have it at 71, and then we'll walk by it, and you know it flashes every time you go by it, so you see what the temperature oh, that's, is. that's really nice. I, I guess. Well, yeah, because like middle of the night, let's say that you... You, you wake up sweaty mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, crap, has ERCOT been at it again? Mm-hmm. And then when you approach it, it'll turn it'll on. It'll tell huh? you. Yes. It yeah. tells you what where the temperature is. And so it says, I mean, sometimes it's 77. I'm like, who would put this at 77 degrees? Bro. No one would. No one in my house. Because it gets super toasty at 77. So here's my question. Do you notice that uh, <clears throat> how many thermostats you got multiples? Yeah. Okay. So do the other ones do that? Uh, yes, not to the same extent, though. Uh, but they do. The one upstairs sometimes will inexplicably go up to the upper 70s. It's done that multiple times. The one in our bedroom, I, we usually pay too much attention to it, so they can't mess with it too much. But 
because we're always turning that thing okay. down. Here's how here's how you get around this, right? You, mm. you got to appeal to the. Uh, it's always mm. the environmentalists, the the animal lovers, mm-hmm. right? You, that that's the wedge that you got to find. You got to find it with the masks, right? Mm-hmm. To say, oh look what's happening. I mean, there's pictures on the internet. They're horrific, uh, like birds and stuff getting all tangled up in masks and everything. That's how mm. you drive a wedge in the left through the environmentalist stuff. And you say, hey, I've got pets in my house, and they shouldn't have to pant because I went to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got specialty dogs in here Yeah, that die if the temperature reaches 73 degrees. We can't allow it to happen. I'm glad you said 73, because if you said yeah. 80, I would have said, bro, no, <laughs> no, aim lower. Yeah, 73. Right. Maybe even 72. See, you don't want that. They they go into a coma at, 70, at 72 degrees. Peter. So we try to keep it under that. PETA, you need to call ERCOT. <laughs> this can't be happening to our pets. And for them to recommend that we turn it up to 78 during this particular heat That's wave, the most laughable thing. It's ludicrous. It's just absolutely uh, insane. Nobody's well, doing that. Who's I'll, doing that? I'll take my chances. Uh-huh. Because if, if, if I'm on a rolling blackout, then you know what? I'll go and get in my gas-guzzling car, and I'll crank the air up in that. How's that, huh? You like that better? I'll get around it one way or the other. Either way, I'm polluting the sky, and I'm chilling out. Okay. By, by the way, I don't know if temperatures moderated around the country, have they, pretty much now? Because in Texas, the humidity, at least, uh, have backed off a little bit. Yeah, well, we have a cold front coming in tonight with a chance of storms, Pat. Tomorrow's high in the Dallas Metroplex, only reaching 84. And then we're wow. back into the 90s on Wednesday. That's a nice respite, though. We, we never get that I know. summertime. That's going to feel good tomorrow. That's uh, going to feel great. Uh, all right. The CDC wished a happy Father's Day over the weekend. Oh, that's nice, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Father's Day is a special time, they said, for many families. People who are fully vaccinated oh, against shit. COVID-19 can <laughs> celebrate the day inside or outside without wearing masks and staying six feet apart. They're still talking, aren't they? <clears throat> If you're not fully vaccinated against COVID-19, celebrate with people who live with you and have a virtual meal with family or host an outdoor event. Shut up. They're still Again, at it. It's more of the control. It's just like the ERCOT. It's just like the energy thing. They want to control you with the temperature. They want to con- control how far you are away from everybody. Even though, essentially, I mean, we've... I don't want to say it's over because that would probably be irresponsible, <clears throat> but it is a lot less serious than it was. Would you say right? we're on the backside mm-hmm. of the hill? I would say so. Okay. I really believe that. I think, and you know, the evidence shows it. There was, uh, was it Boston General? I was reading about over the weekend. Not one COVID patient in Boston General Hospital. And that was the case in several major medical centers where just a few weeks ago, or you know, maybe a couple months ago, <clears throat> they had hundreds and hundreds of COVID patients. Zero now. It's really kind of sweeping the country. <clears throat> but I mean, the fact that the, the CDC is still babbling. You remember, because I know. how many entities in government operations would say, well, what, what, we're just following CDC guidelines. Everybody says it. Everybody did that. I swear, if there is any American, any business, any entity whatsoever that looked at those tweets this weekend and said, oh, crap, the CDC says, Mm -hmm. hand in your citizen card. Come on, we got to give it to somebody that'll use it wisely because Mm -hmm. stop, 
CDC has lost. They have too many strikes against them. Yeah, if you're still saying that, well, the CDC guidelines it. We're deporting you to Canada. Okay. You're just going to get deported. You know what? And in Canada, they're, they're locked down, you know, and it'll it'll work out nicely. It'll, mm-hmm. You'll love it there. You, you will love it there. Although one of your listeners in Alberta said that the, that province that has been arresting pastors and, and Iron Fist and all that stuff, that they just instantly lifted all lockdowns, all mask requirements and everything. Really? She said something like that. Like She says, I, I don't understand it, but I'm good with it. And they just right. arrested that pastor? Right, just last week. Did they let him go, I hope? And I... apologize and maybe give him a, here's a $10,000 for your trouble. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Uh, here's another catchy song from the left, though, to encourage you to get vaccinated. Oh, no. Because if you haven't, you're evil, of Uh-oh. course. Vaccinate. Vaccinate. Make an appointment. Make an appointment. Oh, gosh. Vaccinate. Make an appointment. Celebrate. This is yep. the uh, mm-hmm. Three Dog Night song, Celebrate. Get rid of COVID. Shot in the arm. Doesn't hurt at all. Boy, it fits perfect. Doesn't hurt at all. Got to make time to go, Pat. Just this is embarrassing. Look at these doofuses. Make it to the clinic. <laughs> New is the time. Now, oh, now is the time to vaccinate. How proud their families must Line be. Line up six feet apart. Don't you worry. Uh, this sucks. Is there a reason there's no women in this chorus? Oh, it's the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus. I just oh, see that. Oh, there you go. That's why. That's why. <laughs> You're right. I was like, yeah, wait, what's going on here? That's the reason. Now I know what's going on. It's a on. Pride Month vaccine song. That's the whole mess. That's a Pride Month vaccine song. Good. Good. Okay. So I was wondering. So They were all a little bit, you know, they were. They were the six feet apart. Good dancers and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. So. Lining up to get the jab. <laughs> All of them nicely, nicely quaffed. Mm-hmm. So. Surprise! <laughs> uh, That's a bad... I mean, come on. <laughs> have some... You talk about Pride Month. Have <laughs> some pride there. Don't, don't be doing that song on a rooftop in San Francisco. That was terrible. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, president of the EU on Friday... Explained how Europeans can get their lives back to normal. Oh, here's all you have to do. This is exciting, it's great, right? Oh, look at this. Here she comes. Is her name Gretchen or Ursula? I think is her name, like the witch. Ariel. Before Easter, we promised to the Europeans that we will do everything possible <laughs> so that they can gain back um, some normality. Uh-huh. when uh, planning for their uh, well-deserved summer holidays. Perfect accent, by the way, right? So on Monday, yes. the European Parliament and the European Council <laughs> signed the regulation for <laughs> the EU digital COVID certificate. Oh, a COVID certificate. from the 1st of July on. But if you want to, as a member state, you can sign up early, voluntarily. Oh. And that's what Belgium did. Oh, Belgium allows well, I want to be just today, like Belgium, so. Um, to uh, travel with a certificate. Okay. And they issue these certificates. Oh. And here oh. is mine. And here? So everyone is, your who is fully vaccinated or tested negative 
Und Or has recovered from these COVID. papers? Can get one. Will allow you And uh, to we have travel? right now 15 member states that have already signed up. Und And from the 1st of July, all 27 member states have to apply these EU wow. digital certificates for oh, wow. the COVID. Right. I am planning now to start my tour through 27 member states for oh, the next generation EU, good. our um, recovery and resilient mm. plan. And I'm very curious to test and to see how this certificate will work. I bet you are. Thank you. And we have a ways of knowing... If you've been vaccinated, and if you're a doomcuff, uh -huh. they'll put you behind barbed wire. A doomcuff. A doomcuff. I'm not familiar with that. Really? Uh-uh. Yeah, look it up. It's German. <laughs> I um, gathered that much. Man. Can you imagine Adolf spooky. Hitler with QR that, codes and in apps? In that accent, yeah. saying those right. things? I'm sorry. But that's all spooky. I could think about was like if Hitler had a smartphone, if oh. the Nazis had an app. Oh, my God. Can you if the Third Reich had QR codes, oh my gosh, how much more efficient could they have been? Oh gosh, terrible. Uh, yeah. This is scary. This is scary crap. This isn't funny. This is... This is... Uh, turning point, <laughs> Europe. And well, the rest of the world better not be getting on board with this insanity. Yeah. 888 uh, Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter... Um, let me tell you about Omega XL. If you've been in pain for a long time and you've tried a million different things and you're just really frustrated uh, and discouraged, give Omega XL a try before you finally just give up and say, I'm going to have to just live with this pain. Omega XL, it's all natural. It's not a drug that you're going to become, become addicted to or dependent on. It's just all natural. And it comes from the pristine waters around New Zealand with those Omega fatty acids. Uh... Uh, backed by 35 years of clinical research. So they've been doing it for a long time. It actually has kind of an off switch for inflammation. And once that inflammation goes away, then normally so does the pain. Certainly worked for me that way. Built up after about a week, I was getting some relief. And after two weeks in my, uh, in my system, uh, the pain in my elbow just went away. And it hasn't returned. So if you want, to, if you want something that could well change your life, Let's get you started. When you order one Omega XL bottle right now, you'll get a second bottle for free. Just go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. You buy one, you get one free. Or you could call 800-844-4888. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Great to have you with us. Some tweets here. Brandished finger guns tweets seems the phrase a republic if you can keep it means constant vigilance mm. and correction from a moral people is required of you or you'll be subservient to a self-serving bureaucratic controlled government and an fbi that robs banks mm. <clears throat> exactly yep anti-fascist uh, tweets these branch covidians will not stop until every song has been covidified kind of seems that way Trisha Sanders, 33. When you can't make it on Broadway, there's always the COVID choir. Mm. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> there are some people who uh, are really sticking to their principles on the vaccine thing. I, I, I don't know if the principle is that they just don't want to be forced into doing something they don't want to do or if they 
have some issues with the vaccine or vaccines in general, or maybe it's a combination of the two. It could be the fact that there's something that's completely unproven that everyone wants injected into my body, and then I'm going to protest. That hasn't even, again, been approved by the FDA. This is just authorized for use in an emergency way. So it's not even approved. <sighs> well, but that's just a technicality. That's what that is. It's just a technicality. Don't worry about that. Anyway, Buffalo Bills wide receiver, Cole Beasley, pretty much sticking to his guns, it seems. Love him. Uh, what do you want to bet? He's being beat down on on Twitter even as we speak. Over oh, he this. is, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he absolutely is. But you know what? This is the same franchise, the Buffalo Bills. Remember they said, uh, the general manager said something like, uh, yeah, I could see cutting a player or something like that if uh, they didn't get the vaccine. Oh, Excuse yeah. Excuse me? What was that? So this is that team. So Cole Beasley says he's not getting the vaccine, and he'll retire before he gets one. Good for him. He said, I don't play for the money anymore. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, that would be sweet. My family has been taken care of. Fine with me if you want. Uh, My way of living. Uh, So he wants, go ahead and find him if you want to. My way of living and my values are more important to me than a dollar. Yeah. I'll be outside doing what I do. I'll be out in public. If you're scared of me, then steer clear or get vaccinated. I may die of COVID, but I'd rather die actually living. Wow. <laughs> and he's right. If if you're in the NFL and you're all pissed off that Cole Beasley is not going to be vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, what do you care? <laughs> that goes along perfectly with the meme that... Uh... That uh, oh yeah, I tweeted out. Somebody sent me, and so I was just like, oh, this meme's going around. Yeah. Uh, it says this: If you are vaccinated, <laughs> there is no reason for you to know or care about who's unvaccinated unless you don't trust your vaccine. Oh well, then right? Do ya? Do you trust your vaccine? Because if you do, <laughs> then it's irrelevant whether I get it or not, man. That's what I I don't understand about it, um, but. You know the mask thing they claim. Oh, that's for somebody else's protection, I not don't yours. I care about you. Okay. I don't care about you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's for somebody else's protection, not you. You're being selfish by not wearing a mask. Okay, you pay my mortgage and I'll start caring about you. <laughs> but until then, then I just I'm sorry. I don't. That's so typical of the hate coming from you people yep. on the right. Well, get used to it, okay? And don't act like you love me all of a sudden either. <laughs> but I love how they're 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 pushing this vaccine. These are the latest fatality rates. You ready? Here, here's the survival rate. The age group that gets COVID between zero and nineteen. Pat, ninety nine point nine nine seven percent survival rate. Ooh, twenty to forty nine. Wow. Ninety nine point nine eight percent survival rate. Up to forty nine. 50 to 69 uh, age, 99.5% survival rate, 70 plus, 94.6% survival rate. They are getting rabid over us getting a vaccine for something that you're so unlikely to die from. Mm -hmm. That is suspicious in of itself. Mm -hmm. Just imagine if it were even, if 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 it killed half of the population. Yeah. This is this is literally Oh. This is it would have uh, shut down society completely. This is madness. If this was Ebola or smallpox, they would have shut down our civilization. But but the governments and the celebrities and and the talking heads, they're all 
trying to shame you into getting a vaccine mm -hmm. for something that if you get the virus, there is such a very tiny percentage chance that you're going to die from it. Which shows you that this is about control. Control. That's what it's about. It's all it's about. And, and, and just imagine if it were serious, how they would be acting. Oh, my gosh. They'd have complete control right now. Complete. You wouldn't, you wouldn't make a move without their say-so. You wouldn't go to the grocery store. You wouldn't go to a bank. You wouldn't be in a convenience store. You can't go out and get gas. None of those things would be possible. If this were a more deadly disease. And this is their test run, man. This is this is now they're flexing their muscles. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, your continued compliance is what prolongs this nightmare. Don't be a doom cough. <laughs> I looked that up. I know it means uh, a stupid person, a blockhead. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. I, like, I like explaining my vocabulary Happy into foreign languages and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, the NFL released a memo to all 32 clubs this week, uh, must have been late last week, uh, informing them of the updated procedures for vaccinated players. <clears throat> Essentially lifting most COVID restrictions, but for unvaccinated players, they're still going to be required to be tested every day, wear masks, and observe proper social distancing while also being prohibited from uh, social media, marketing and sponsorship activities, and other limitations. Uh, how, how pissed would you be if you were a non-vaccinated player right now? Yeah, they're separating you from Are your teammates. You this is what Cole Beasley me? is is uh, speaking out against. They will also be subject to quarantine after high-risk exposure to COVID-19 while <laughs> vaccinated players will not. And Beasley's a little upset about that. He said, this is crazy. Did we vote on this? I stay in the hotel. We still have meetings. We all, we all get together. Uh, vaccinated players can go out of the hotel and bring COVID back into where I am. So what does it matter if I stay in the hotel now? 100% immune with vaccination? No. Jeez. Uh, he took aim at the Players Association for inaccurately representing the voice of the players. Players Association is a joke. He said, call it something different. It's not for the players. Everyone gives me the 98% of people who are vaccinated don't get it again. The odds of me getting in the NFL and playing for 10 years are lower than that. And here I am. He's got a point there. He's, what, five foot two or something and uh, a slow white guy? Uh, yeah, so he beat the odds. Pat Gray Unleashed. With traffic and weather together every seven minutes on the sixes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Brian Moore tweets these but stupid governments need to realize most of the people have moved on from COVID and vaccines, but they're trying their best to keep the lies and panic going. Uh, nobody's still <clears throat> buying it, are they? No, uh -uh, no. Oh, hold on. Wait, we have some like, video here. What are you? What are you doing, dude? He's got a mask on in a swimming pool. Hello. He's underwater with it. What is? <laughs> oh, that's wow. Okay. I can't. All right. Tobin for Peace Campaign tweets, uh, so the EU COVID certificate is a dystopian nightmare, no question, but at least they include those who have recovered from COVID-19 along with the vaccinated. That's good pickup. Yes, yeah. she did mention that. That's still better than the CDC. Yeah. Breaking news. 
The aliens from the UFO sightings finally declassified. Just watched the vaccinate, vaccinate video and decided no intelligent life could be found here. Vaccinate, vaccinate. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. Good stuff. No, okay. All right. We got it. We got it. Hey, then our old friend. Uh, what's his face here? Um, You're talking about Thomas Massey? No. Keith Olbermann. Keith Olbermann. Yeah. Uh, wonderful Keith, Keith Olbermann. Uh, here, here he is talking oh, about uh, trusting this... and who you trust. Now, the, now, let's just be honest. There are videos that you can only handle one time. Yes. That, that during the show prep meeting before we start, sometimes we have to skip mm-hmm. certain videos Without you previewing. It's a one-time through It's thing. a one-time I can else. only do it once. Like, this is a particularly vomitous one, and we didn't have time to clean up before the show started. Okay. So you're getting to see this for the first time. You're going to love mm-hmm. it, Pat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're not going to get vaccinated. Because? Because of some meaningless word salad in your head, like that Chicago Cubs baseball player, about how other people must get vaccinated, and then when they do, that means you don't have to? <laughs> I like or that. Or is your excuse the threats of the lawsuits uh, <laughs> against the vaccine <clears throat> mandates from a New York City law firm? Or are you from the Marjorie Trader Green School? I don't believe in science, I believe in God. If that's your anti-vaccine excuse, I don't trust science, I have God, let's test that theory from your own life. How many times a day do you not only rely on science, but actually trust science with your life? You trust science that overnight the water that comes out of the tap in the morning was not poisoned. You trust science that the food you eat was (laughs) protected from botulism and E. coli and everything else that could go wrong and kill you. You take medications, vitamins. You trust science that the next pill isn't actually rat poisoned. You leave your home. You trust science that while you are gone, the wiring will not catch fire and burn it down. (laughs) When you leave, you drive. You trust science that the tires won't blow out at high speed or the steering wheel won't come off in your hands. Or any other cars you will encounter today. You get on a bus, a train, a plane, a bicycle. You trust science with everything. And say something does go wrong and you have to go to the hospital. You trust science to call the ambulance. You trust science to get to the hospital. You trust science that you won't feel the pain. You trust science that you will live through the night. (sighs) Ah, but then there's the universal answer of all answers to all of that. When I'm driving, eating, having brain surgery, or switching on a light to read my Bible, I'm not trusting science. (laughs) I'm trusting God. Oh, he's good. Well then, He's good. One last question. Tell me, what? Whether it harms you or it helps you, why aren't you trusting God about the vaccine? <laughs> amen. Oh, amen. Oh, he hit us with an Whoa. amen. Oh, man. Ugh. I'm trusting the science that I don't have to watch him uh, at all, ever again, because <laughs> I... I have no idea what his show or video or wherever he, well, where'd this clip come from. I, I love how this uh, the the subtle uh, how he how he does his videos from his balcony. Yeah, and he shows. Look at me. I've got an apartment that overlooks Central Park. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that uh, I may be completely irrelevant, but I've already made the cash to afford this place. Jeez. So there. Um, he sucks. Still, that's kind of the so update bad. on that. He loves, uh, I mean, he's so proud of his atheism or 
whatever it is, whatever he's got against uh, God, certainly he has something there. There's something going on with yeah with Olbermann. Oh yes, definitely. And, and God, and you know what? God is science. I mean, he created the stuff that makes science science. So they're hand in hand. They're not mutually exclusive. By the way, I don't know why you have to. You don't have to separate them. God created science. He's the ultimate scientist. Uh, it's just pathetic, his his hatred for Christianity. It is, it's pathetic. And, and I love how he's like, well, then why don't you take the vaccine? Won't you trust God in that respect? <laughs> oh, okay, well, what if I'm trusting God to uh, not take the vaccine? I mean, is that not... Is that not an acceptable answer? Why this obsession yeah. with what I put in my body with these people? I can't take it. It's unbelievable, man. Mr. Bush, you're a fascist. Get them to print you a t-shirt with fascist on it. It's hard to argue with his logic, though. Because, like, if you did that, you know, you got a, a t-shirt that said fascist on it, and then you put it on and you wore it to, let's say, the mall, everybody you walked by would giggle and say oh that guy's a fascist because he got himself a t-shirt with the word fascist on it and now he's wearing it so he must be a fascist that that'd be a that'd be a big seller at <laughs> wouldn't it though five below yeah it really would can you imagine a five dollar t-shirt says fascist oh that would sell out in five seconds man you're an atheist mr olberman why don't you get yourself a t-shirt with the word atheist on it isn't the, the whole thing about science isn't it constantly being tested yeah. and therefore it, mm -hmm. the definition sure. of what it is fill in the blank is constantly changing right i mean we see that with everything because mm -hmm. is he gonna make the uh the case that the earth uh that the sun uh, revolves around the earth right mm -hmm. as was the case no science discovered that's not the case yes because it's changing Bro, yes. yeah, and 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 there and the opinions, the the medical opinions of this vaccine, this treatment, those are constantly changing. Just in the past eight months that they've been available, dude, it, it's all hmm. <laughs> just I can't. This guy. Well, Fauci himself talked about the evolve the evolution of science. Everything. Just a week or so ago. Constantly, right? Uh, he keeps changing his mind on everything. They're 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 savior. Do we have that clip where he talked about the fact that science evolves, changes? Maybe hmm. maybe you don't have that at the ready. But, I mean, the guy has been wrong so many times. Made a career out of it. About so many things. Clear back in 2003, there was a doctor calling him out. And it goes a little something like this. We hear from a physician in Durham, North Carolina. Good oh, morning. Cool. Here we go. Hey, good morning, Dr. Fauci. Good morning. And, um, Pedro. Um, you've been at the NIH a pretty long time, and it seems to me that during your tenure, our ability to control infectious diseases hasn't improved, but in <laughs> fact worsened. And even basic health tips such as you can't use antibiotics to treat viral infections has not been adequately communicated to the public because, for instance, people will come in demanding an antibiotic for a common cold which, or any other viral infection, which has certainly served to um, create more resistant strains. Not saying that this has anything to do with this particular SARS epidemic, but um, don't you think it's time that you step down and let someone else who has a more <laughs> effective message? 
<laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was ahead of the curve. 2003. <laughs> now that that honestly, I got I got to be honest here. That may have been your best Fauci impersonation ever, right there. Let's <laughs> really? hear that again. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look at the, I, I saw it over the weekend. <laughs> Steven Crowder uh, tweeted mm. this out. I haven't I haven't looked this up myself, but he he quoted Fauci from 1983. Quote: "This is Fauci talking. It's possible that routine contact in a family household can spread AIDS." Oh my gosh. He also, really? He also said AIDS could be airborne. In 83? Wow. Okay. The guy wow. is in the wrong line of work. He has made a career from just sucking at every turn. And look how respected he still is. Right. Look, he I screwed mean, up left. AIDS. Worships him. Yes, he screwed up AIDS. Mm-hmm. The testing done on kids without their knowledge uh, with the, with the AIDS drugs. You've got mm. this lady calling him out on SARS. Right. Um, what else did he screwed up? Something else. Uh, oh gosh. Oh oh. Remember the baby scalps? He acts like he has no knowledge of that, and the babies would have to be alive for the hair to still be growing, and then before they transplant them to rats. The guy's evil. He just is. And now. He is worshipped over this COVID thing that he's gotten wrong and changed his opinion every six weeks. I can't understand this guy. You called it from the very beginning, from the first time this guy opened his mouth on COVID. You were like, eh, something about this guy I don't like. But yeah, he sucks. <laughs> the proof is in pudding is in eating. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding and the eating. Uh, speaking of that guy, uh, our fearless leader, um... <laughs> Oh, no. We just celebrated Juneteenth over the weekend. Right? Oh, yeah, he Saturday. made it. He signed it into a federal law. And it was, was it Friday, Thursday, or Friday he made it federal law? I don't know, because my mail came both days, Friday and Saturday. So Did I don't it? understand how that happened. Oh, but okay. boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so so you've know. already violated your, right? your federal holiday of Juneteenth? Isn't that weird? Yeah. So, yeah. But the interesting thing about him signing... Signing it into law that it's a federal holiday. He's passionate about it, Pat. He's really passionate. That shows you how passionate. This must have been a long-standing feeling in his deep within him, in his heart, Mm -hmm. in his mind, in his his bones, in the marrow of his bones. He felt this. He's been in elective office for half a century. Years. Yeah. So he's constantly trying to get this thing to pass through. Yeah, I bet you in '72 he he was probably (laughs) talking about Juneteenth becoming a national holiday. Finally, he got it done. Uh, and here's here's what he had to say about Juneteenth last year, last just year. to show okay. you how passionate he is. Talking about, about Trump, right? He's going yeah. down to Texas on Juneteenth, right? Oh, First major massacre, literally speaking, of the uh, Black Wall Street, right? Years right. ago. No, not right. So, so he didn't know what Juneteenth was. Not a clue. Last year. He had no idea what it was. <laughs> And not a clue. Now it's important enough to him to make it a national holiday. The thing I love about this clip is not only shows wow. that he has absolutely no clue what he's talking about when he when he conflates Tulsa and Juneteenth, but this was about the three week period in June of 2020 
where he thought it was hip to dangle his mask <laughs> off his ear so he could still virtue signal without actually covering his mouth. Let's see that again. Look at this. Going down at Texas That's a good look. That right? dangle right there. The first yeah, major massacre. Right, look at that. Turns his head. Dangle, dangle. In, uh, Black Wall Street. <laughs> years Black ago. Wall Street. No, that's look not what it is. Guy. There, bud. That's not what it is. He sucks. Oh, that's the worst. Who sucks more, Biden or Fauci? Not Biden. I think Biden. They're they're close, but Biden. That's tough, dude. You know it's tough. I mean, Biden has more say. Biden has more power to do things in our lives. But they're both bad. But Biden will do anything Fauci says. Yeah, that's probably so, true too. Oh, that's a that's a pat poll for later. <clears throat> I guess the betting is opened on the odds of Joe Biden completing his first full term of presidency. Oh no! It imp- it appears increasingly likely uh, that he'll complete a four-year term in office. Really? Does it? Despite initial skepticism over the 78-year-old's capacity to see the job through. Biden beat, of course, Donald Trump by supposedly 7 million votes and uh, defied his critics. Trump being one of them, who said he was too old to serve as commander-in-chief. I stick by that. Mm -hmm. I mean, not too old necessarily. He's just too senile. He's losing it. But uh, the president's polling numbers have fluctuated over his first five months and right now sit around 53%, which is weirdly a little bit better than the 46% approval rating that uh, he had back in April. Hmm. That is interesting. At one stage, he was considered almost 50-50 to quit his post or be forced out. Those odds have since become uh, four to seven. Mm. Four and seven on him. So a better chance of him uh, staying in office. That's okay. Whatever. I don't know how they're doing that. Till till twenty twenty four. Sixty. So they're giving him a sixty three point six percent chance of keeping his post. Hmm. Uh, Wow. I think that's generous. Uh, The vice president Kamala Harris remains four to one, the front runner to be to be in as as president uh, come twenty twenty four, while Donald Trump is floating around 6 to 1 although the his he's yet to confirm whether or not he's running there are also suggestions governor uh Florida governor Ron DeSantis mm. could rival uh Trump we we gave you that he's 11 to 1 in this in this uh Vegas betting but he was the winner of the western what is it, the western conservative conference over the weekend uh so i don't know we'll see a lot of people think now apparently that Biden's going to see it through. I do not. I think the end of the year, maybe, certainly, by hedge. by January 20. Well, I said. So Christmas. I said six months to a year. And so that's anywhere in that time frame. Okay. All right. Hey, um, I mean, it's very early in the polling, but we've posted at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. I just refreshed. And it's right at 50-50. Who is worse? Joe Biden, Anthony Fauci. 50-50. <laughs> And, uh, huh, okay. I mean, we'll see. I mean, y- y'all can comment all you want uh, underneath the poll, but, uh, you just need to vote. Uh, but, uh, I will just say this. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to color the, uh, the voting here, but Amy, what's her face has made an excellent point underneath the poll. And I wish I could change my vote now. What did she say? See, you now I'm going to affect people. Oh, come on. I voted Joe Biden, but she yeah. says Fauci because he knows what he's doing. And that's an excellent point. Right. I keep forgetting I'm president. See, I mean, that's the thing. See, she's right. <laughs> Fauci's evil, 
Biden's evil, but he's gone. Uh, but as I was telling you uh, a while ago, as we suffer through Fauci continuing to uh, try to control our lives with this COVID-19 thing, uh, the Boston Medical Center has zero, zero COVID patients. They had 229 at uh, the spring peak. Also, mm. let's see, uh, COVID hospitalizations per 100,000 people have fallen across the U.S. This month, Yale New Haven Hospital closed its last pop-up COVID intensive care ward. Uh, 28 beds had been held there for, uh, for desperately ill patients, and now they don't have to do that anymore. So, I mean, even in the places where it was kind of a hot spot, the Northeast, things are cooling down. And we're not having the same issues that we had. So I think that soon uh, Fauci is going to lose any sort of power structure that he has right now at the present time. And that will be a glorious day when we don't have to hear his name again. (laughs) He is just a, he is an attention whore though. He is everywhere. Every newscast on podcasts all over the place, anywhere anybody will broadcast his voice or image, he's all over it. Completely all over it. So, yeah. Can, uh, can we just hit that Biden thing real quick? So what? you're you're still putting money on not money, but you're still putting your 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 chips on the table. For, six months to a year. Six months to a year. I am. And what are you betting on? Do you think he makes it two years? How long do you think he goes? Yeah, I, I, I still think they're gonna. I mean, uh, I'm leaning more toward your prediction at this point, but I was thinking they're gonna give him two years, early twenty. They're gonna start the rumbles probably, uh, probably just before the twenty twenty two midterms to make it look like they care about the direction the country is going, mm-hmm. and and then by the time they get that two years under, so they could try to get ten years out of Kamala, who had had a fundraiser, some sort of gathering this weekend where she showed up, you know, and and. You know, she put her money where her mouth is and had oh, yeah, a whole bunch diverse, of diverse, inclusive. Yeah, look at all these women of color surrounding this get together. Let's this this let's table that. that that she um that she she was visiting somebody's house. Okay, so we got okay. a few people sitting around <laughs> there. Oh, I see, I see. What's her name there? And so all oh, a bunch of white women there in the shot. I'm There's, seeing whiteies. Is there a single that might be an Asian person? Might be one on Asian right. person. Yep. And then the ninety-five percent of them are all whitey and make white faces. But oh, there are people of color. Let, let's get a close-up, can we? Oh, there's the guy. <laughs> there's the servant, like the butler guy. And then let's go to the front door. There's another oh. woman of color. Oh, look, she's waiting to serve as well. <laughs> These hypocrites. There's your president in waiting. I asked my mom if there's a word for this, and she said there is hypocrisy. Thank you. So so Kamala great. Harris. Uh, wow. Lil Miss Diversity. That is, uh, the proof is in the pudding, is in the eating. Okay. There it is. There it is. The guy from Barstool Sports. I love this guy, Dave Portnoy. <laughs> he has celebrated oh, good. the end of COVID. And that, of course, got him banned from Twitter. But here's what he had to say. <laughs> See it? See that streak right there? <laughs> See it? Bang! Sunshine. You know what time is? The first golden hour of the year. Bang! It's been a <sighs> 16 months. But you know what I do. You know when I have an enemy what I do. I put a bottle of champagne on the desk in my office. Look at that streak. Look at it. Bang! And I wait for them to fail. 
Well, look what I got today. I brought it from <laughs> New York City to the Hamptons. Look at this bottle. Look who is engraved on the back. I've been waiting for coronavirus. <laughs> what a year I've had this. It's waiting. Finally, I can pour it. Mm. And I can drink to the victory because coronavirus is dead. <laughs> Masks, gone. Live, life, love, drinks, be merry, chess hair, great hair, all of it. Finally, I get to drink the best drink I've ever had in my life. Coronavirus, D-E-A-D, bang! Enjoy it. Drink up. Enjoy life. We deserve it. Let the roaring 20s begin. I like it. I think he might have had a few drinks before that particular one. Right Possibly. <laughs> but he's possible. having a good time. He's not having hurting anybody. He's just celebrating. No. Look, we're moving on. But how dare you say we're moving on? Why? So they took well, him off of Twitter, right? Yeah. Jack Dorsey can't took him off. stand it. If if people are celebrating the end of this insanity, they're, they're going to they're gonna remove... It suspended his account for that. That's all we can gather. It makes no sense other than... You gotta be on board with the fear mongering, and if you have a voice the way Portnoy does, and you're not towing the line, then big tech's gonna pull you down because they have an agreement. And Americans are just not smart enough to decide whether or not they agree with him. If you see that video, does that mean that you are just gonna live <laughs> right. a reckless lifestyle and start licking uh, like public place countertops? You might start swimming without. A mask on. Oh, wow. So thankfully, that, no. that kid in the pool at the hotel, thankfully, he hadn't seen that video or didn't take it to heart when he went for a swim there I mean, uh, with his mask on. It is. Like like he said, it is just time to get back to normal. Stop with the masks. Stop with all the nonsense. Let's just get back to normal. Morgan Stanley CEO James Gorman has just said uh, that he expects all New York City staff that work for him to return full-time to the company's Times Square home office by Labor Day. Mm. And if they don't, uh, oh no, what? they may face salary cuts. Oh. And he said it would just be a, a completely different discussion at that point. Uh -oh. uh, he was speaking at the firm's annual U.S. Financials Payment and CRE Conference uh, when he made the remarks. Some of the strongest indicators. You know who else feels this way? Uh, so Morgan Stanley's CEO, also Jamie Dimon. Oh, wow. Chase is saying, yeah, people need to get back to work. Yeah, Disney, Disney dropped time. their mask mandate. People are running around, naked face. At Disney. Politically correct Disney. Love yeah, it. it's time. Love All right, we'll see you back here tomorrow and on the Glenn Beck Program next.